started it. There's a theme. Here we go. No, no, no. It, well, theme has already been playing. It's Jacob, been playing. You know okay. this. All right, go ahead. Do you not listen to the podcast, no, Jacob? No, I don't know. I've never listened to the podcast, no. <sighs> okay. Paul started. I don't want to start it. Okay, fine. Jacob, I want you to start it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, to the, the 21st episode of the Inside <laughs> Podcast. This is a very, very special episode. One, because if this podcast was human, it could finally legally drink alcohol. True. Number two, um, happy Merry Christmas. It, it, Christmas just happened. We want to wish our listeners a Merry Christmas, even mm-hmm. though it just happened. Hope you got what you wanted. Um, number three, um, we have a very special guest. That's right. And he is here in the studio. He's hello. a good friend. Hello, hello. No, it's not, it's not your turn to say hello yet. <laughs> he's, he's I'm still doing the going. intro. Relax, relax. I'm still doing the intro. This, this man is a legend in our home community. He was a legend at our high school. He was a legend. He is a legend in our Discord server. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the Justin LaCorsio. My bad. I kind of interrupted. No, there. I got a little excited. <laughs> no, no, no. First podcast. Got to get those jitters out and stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Thank no, you for having all, me. Of course. Yeah. It's a pleasure. And that's about that's about everything I uh, I all, got all the special stuff that we have. Yeah, music recommendations. You want to move on to that? Yeah, are we wrapping up the podcast <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. No, so no. I mean, we really have nothing planned because the thing with Justin here, he's got all sorts of things he could talk about. You know, so I'm just like, you know, let's just let's just see what happens, and let's just uh, let's just send this podcast and, and see what comes out of it. The I guess to to start things off with this podcast, the, the way I want to introduce Justin here. It's the way I understand Justin. He's, he's this guy that just like knows a lot about a lot of things, right? He's, he's got big info on sports. He knows this thing about music. And he knows this thing about just like, you know, he, he was talking about fashion earlier. And then just like all sorts of random things. And he, he's just got his horse in the race on everything. So the one question to introduce Justin is like, what, is there like a conscious, uh, how you say it? Like, do you consciously look to know everything? anything about everything is is that something that comes through your mind or is it just natural to you so i think to like to answer that question to kind of know to have a foot in something or foot in everything mm-hmm. albeit it might be a lot might be not that much you know yeah. i might if music i kind of know a little bit more than fashion because to me fashion is harder to consume without purchasing it with sure. now with like spotify and stuff you can search up any new artist and yeah consume music but i think and it's like now even with more politics like four years ago i really wasn't into politics as much as i, I hate to say it but now we have no choice. now now now, it's like, now i'm i am yeah. more invested in politics than i ever thought i would be mm-hmm. in my young adult life yeah but i think it's good to know something about everything because then you'll always have something to talk about and or you'll be able to contribute to something gotcha there you go. Because there's nothing worse than being like, oh, I don't know. Hmm. So it is conscious. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. I like that. Little yeah. bit. You know what that reminds me of just a little bit? What? This reminds me of somebody's uh, philosophy on, on dating a little bit. This person oh. who I'm thinking of is not a friend of the podcast. His name is Patrick Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he's not a friend of the podcast. Oh, okay, we right. Know, yeah, we that's know right, that's right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm curious what his philosophy... I, well, his philosophy was like, he was like, you know, dating is a skill. You know, it's a skill oh, sure, yeah. talking to people, you know? And I'm yeah. thinking like, okay, what, what Justin's throwing down sounds to me, it's like, even though you, you don't, it's not specifically for meeting new people like going on a date and seeing somebody but it's also a good skill to have in your back pocket for just seeing people in general like going to a party or going to a, a mix and meet or going to something where you're uncomfortable with people you don't know so you can 
you can be prepared and talk whatever subject you want, mm. educated, and you know make something happen. Instead of just being like, yeah, I just I I really only know about um, you know cheese. We can <laughs> talk Swiss. Easy. Only talk that. Cheese. Yeah. You know, it's it's not that. Yeah, gotcha. You gotta be careful because there's the phrase jack of all trades, uh. but after that is master of none. Master of none. So it's definitely a balance of being very confident in what you know, but also knowing enough to be confident. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. There you go. No, I I mean. I feel like you absolutely have that trait because, I mean, just from our experience, it's like, dude, any sort of topic that comes up, you know, there's there's a group of guys, oh, he's, you know, this one sports team, or did you see that one horse race, like, last, you know, like, yesterday morning, he's like, Justin's like, oh, I was watching it front to back, and he's got everything, he's, you know, it's it's crazy, and just, like, with the utmost confidence, too, and that's something, you know, I admire for sure, so I don't know, I just... Wanted to first bring introduce that this is the the guy we got on the podcast today. This is what we got going on. So I don't know if there's any sort of topic that we want to talk talk about in particular. We got it, you know, because we got Justin here. But um, I mean, we could start with the you know we talk about music all the time here. Uh, what's well, we usually end off with like suggestions at the end. But what kind of uh, let's see. I got something. Go Jacob. ahead. Go ahead. I got something. You got it. So, we did mention that Jacob, or sorry, Justin's a good, big, big sportsman, big sportsman fan right here. I watched a football game last night. Maybe you saw. Okay. Maybe you saw the highlights. I don't know, but it was <laughs> the eleven and two Steelers versus the ten, or sorry, the two and ten Bengals. Oh. Right. And if you don't know anything <laughs> about about football, when you hear a team that is eleven and two, that means they've won eleven games and games. lost two. So they're a good team. On paper, they're a good team. The Bengals, they won two games but lost 10. On paper, they're a bad team. Guess who won last night? It's definitely the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. That boy Juju got destroyed. That's, I saw that. I saw that highlight. You know, I'm not much of a football watcher, but hey, I saw that one highlight. Hey, eesh, that's not looking good for that boy Juju. Did you consume that game, Justin? Bits and pieces. So, What's your takeaway? I want to I know your takeaway on that. Well... To start off, the Steelers might be the worst 11-3 and team I've ever seen <laughs> Ooh, in okay. the National Football That's League because, I mean, they got embarrassed up front. I mean, at halftime, it didn't even look like they wanted to play. 0-17, mm. yeah. It was insane. Yeah. And this Bengals team doesn't even have their franchise QB. Joe, Joe Burrow is out for the season with a destroyed knee, and that was the performance that the Steelers put up. Like, Are you kidding me? Also, the, the funny thing, too, is a little nugget, too. Juju's been dancing on logos oh. for TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Same dance, same TikTok. Yeah. And he did it again, and then he got blown up <laughs> and fumbled the ball, and everyone on social media went just nuts. destroyed. You can't, yeah. you can't be dancing with that kind of confidence if you're just going to get destroyed like that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I checked the Bangle subreddit after the game. And it was like a meme party. It, oh, was, it was fantastic. I'm sure they were just. It, it was the best day of their life. Yeah, the memes of like him dancing on the logo and him, you know, getting like just wrecked <laughs> in two panels. <laughs> yeah, just, it's yeah. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic memes. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. I want to talk about the the quarterback for the uh, the Bengals. What was his name? It was Ryan Finley. Finley. Yeah. First of all, dude always smiles, always smiling, which I think that's a <laughs> that's fantastic a good, trait. Good first analysis. You know what I say? He's always smiling. He's getting sacked. And he's you know, going down with the ball. He's smiling, you know. 
ran for a touchdown. He's still smiling. Hey, good hit, buddy. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, when you're a fourth round QB and you might near bad, you're one of the worst QBs in the league. And oh, now no. you, you're backing up now and you're like, oh, great. I'm in the spot I want to be. I'm going to be a backup QB. Because after a couple of years, you start to realize what your position is. Yeah, he's a quarterback, but sometimes you realize you're going to be a backup for the rest of your life. So he's probably smiling because he's like, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm beating. He's playing the I'm game. I'm beating a really good team right <laughs> yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be smiling too. He well, did get a lot of – his passing was, you know, very average. Nothing you can say special or nothing you can say bad about it. But his running – did you catch the runs he was getting last night? He – yeah, on a lot of his draws, he was getting a lot of a lot of yardage. But I think his passing – I think he had under 100 yards of passing. Mm. Maybe like 150, which for a QB is not not good at all. No. Not, not what you'd want to see out of your fantasy uh, QB, that's for sure. No shot. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you pick him up, no way you're dropping him immediately. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I just want to say I I I thought the performance by him last night was was exceptional. I mean, he did beat the Steelers, right? Yeah, sure. And I just want to. I, it I was a team effort. I'm sure. A team effort. Yeah. yeah, team. I mean, he can't do it by himself. Yeah. But I I thought just the running aspect of him. You know, the how how smooth they got the the ball handed off to get him to the end zone. You know, there, there's a thing in football, if you're not aware, that you get the, get the pass it, you get it, or you get the run it, right? And sometimes what the teams want to do, they want to make it confusing. Like, are they, is, are they running or are they passing? you got to know what they're doing to you know, to defend against the, the offense. So the bank was really good last night at, you know, disguising the run. The quarterback give the ball to a running back, but the quarterback actually had the ball, and he would, he would run and kind of distract people and get a lot more yards. Paul, it... It, I'm getting the vibe that you're holding back like this molten hot lava take right now. I don't know. Like you're you're holding back like this is the best QB that's ever played the game type thing. That's no, 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 no. I mean, the best QB that's ever played the game is Aaron Rodgers. Like, okay. Hands down. That's <laughs> that has something to spice us up. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, okay. There is a spiciness. That's the spiciness. We like that. Okay. All right. But but you know, like I'm just saying, like this this guy's performance last night is. I liked it. You know, he, he entertained me. He beat the Steelers, and I. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of that. that that's go. all I gotta say. That's all. A, I gotta a say. Bengals fan was born today. Or no, 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 no. I mean, no? a Bengals appreciator. Okay, that? sure. Not a fan. Okay. Someone who appreciates the Bengals. Now, when yeah. it comes time for the Packers to beat the Bengals, then you know, no shot. Like, let's no shot. crush them. But speaking of entertainment, I couldn't be more excited for the NBA season. Speaking of sports, and oh my God, we're we're gonna switch it up from football. You know, that's not my ne- my neck of the woods is the NBA season. It's upon us. So that we're recording this on what is this Tuesday, right? Tuesday, twenty yes, second. First couple games. Oh man, we I think it was like seventy some days since the last game, which is like I mean super short in comparison to previous years. But man, it, it felt it felt like ages. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's good games too, man. Isn't t- tonight's Brooklyn Warriors like Katie, Brooklyn Warriors, Katie's first return back to yes. Golden State? Oh, that's gonna be very very interesting to watch, uh, as well as the um, uh, Lakers Clippers, which. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting too, in its own respect. But now, as someone who doesn't really follow the NBA all that much, is forgive me, I don't know, is Steph Curry still on the Golden State Warriors? Yes, yeah. Is he still like good? Is he still like a force you reckon with? I haven't heard his name really thrown out there in a, in a minute. The reason that is is he's he's been injured a lot, unfortunately. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah, that team uh, last year, uh, yeah, a lot of injuries, they, a lot of guys out, so they were nowhere near as the force that they used to be in previous years. But um, yeah, he's back this year, uh, and with 
a lot of uh, heist, not burden, how do you say it? Just a lot of pressure on his back because he's like pretty much the one guy. His his splash brother, Clay Thompson, is unfortunately out for another year or so. Um, so it's just going to be him, you know, carrying that team, and we're going to really see how he performs under that sort of pressure. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm suspecting good things. Yeah, they there's there you get to a point in the NBA where you can realize and it's probably most prominent in the NBA where someone gets hurt and you realize you're not going to benefit from them playing. So they take a little bit longer to get healthy and they might not come back and they shut it down and you kind of see that more with older NBA players, they'll mm-hmm. shut stuff down. So when Clay went down in the NBA finals against Toronto and uh wasn't going to be back until I don't even know what the date they set it on. Yeah, he was. He, they talked about him maybe coming back mm-hmm. for that next year, but then uh, for whatever reason, Steph got hurt with his wrist. KD left from free agency. They kind of just said, you know what? Let's Steph will be a year older. Clay will be a year older. But let's not put that mileage on those bodies if they don't have to be. Mm-hmm. And it benefited because they got the second pick in the NBA draft, which. It's going to be a franchise center, they hope. At least you hope. When you draft that high, you hope that those players will be franchise players. Mm-hmm. And something that they've never had is a good big man in their long run. They've long always they all, the, the butt of the joke has been that they've had really bad big men, but when you have Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson, you don't need a really good yeah. big man. You just, with offense. Yeah, yeah just shoot. Mm-hmm. And then all you're going to do is keep shooting and yeah. shooting. So it'll be interesting to see where, where they're going to be at. And I think this is... Uh, Golden State and Brooklyn is two teams that you're like, well, we don't know where they're going to be. Yeah. Because you've got Kyrie and Kevin Durant on Brooklyn now. And Kyrie's had a history of being a very toxic teammate after he left Cleveland with LeBron. And the joke is, is there going to be enough shots to go around between KD, Kyrie, and the current Brooklyn team before (laughs) those two? There's only one ball in in basketball that they could shoot around. You know, it's Mm going to be interesting. (laughs) Well, I think... I think tonight will be a really good predictor. We'll, we'll see. And I couldn't be more. Yeah, once the NBA season starts, that's all I'm going to be doing is watching games, man. It's crazy. I, I, I love the game. It's sure. definitely my favorite sport. Another question. Is there any um, big, juicy drama of stories that are circling up in the NBA, like right before the season starts? Or is everything like really smooth right now? Like nothing's, oh, there's plenty. There's plenty? Yeah, Justin's got them. So probably the biggest one is James Harden actively probably wants out of Houston and that's the guy with the beard, right? Yes. So that's the beard, so beard guy. Yeah. Beard guy. Long, gotcha. long time ago, back when we were in middle school or starting high school, I think we were starting high school, there was this Thunder team with Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Well, they made the finals, and then they didn't have enough money to keep Serge Ibaka or Harden, so they traded James Harden in the Houston Rockets. So James Harden's been on the Houston Rockets since 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah the 2013-2014 season, James Harden was on the Rockets, I believe. And now he finally wants out, but Harden's turned into one of the... Him, Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Wilt, is probably like one of the best just pure scorers of all time. Could score at will, could get to the foul line, get his free throws. Anything he can score on you doesn't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, now he's older, and I think he's kind of realizing that his window's being shut just with age and injuries and, and body type. And so now he wants to trade. Well, the problem is, is he's so old that teams have to, but he's so good. So teams have to give up a lot of assets, their futures essentially to win now. Yeah. And he's been kind of funny about where he wants to go. And just some of the stories that ex rockets 
coaches will talk about with James. Pretty pretty funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, on that note, a lot of players and, and coaches come out just how like toxic this dude is in the locker room or something. How he's just uh, like a tyrant in, in in the locker room and and uh, demands like the you know like the. I mean, rightfully so to some extent. He's a really, really good player, of course, um, but not much of a team player as you would imagine. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, comparative to some of the other greats in in the league, um, and it's it's going to be very interesting how they manage that that sort of, um, I guess, personality as well as um, I guess talent when he's only well, he's got now John Wall beside him, and. Uh, I mean that's an, that's another personality as well. So I mean it's it's yeah this guy uh, yeah I, I the one thing I say about the NBA it's like the best reality TV show on the planet, dude. It, 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 there's always something, and it's like I don't know I'm you know, with, with things like let, let me think of other sports like oh like UFC or something they got all these bouts and they got these um like all this drama in the back, but it's you know a lot of it's like show business and whatever, but like. It feels to me that like the NBA stuff is like this is like actual these are real human beings that are just like trying to get their money or trying to get this championship or trying to do this and like you know the business in the back is just like <laughs> trying to freak out trying to manage these like very very loud personalities and it's like I don't know I just think it's super funny but yeah no that's a big big story he's like one of the best players uh, wants out of his team that he's been around for for a really long time so mm-hmm. is that because he thinks he can have success. Like uh, more success elsewhere. Yeah, the Rockets organization is not. I mean, or is he just like tweaking? Like, yeah, I just uh, this organization is well, not see, for me. He he's had, I mean, he's had chances with that Rockets organization for sure. And people talk about how he's been a, um, he's not been good in the playoffs. He, he does not show up in the playoffs, and you know, people put a lot of that on him. And I'm sure he doesn't see it that way. I'm sure he's like, yeah, whatever. Um, so I'm sure in his mind he could be more successful in other places and maybe his personality changes in other places, not as like selfish, but it's, you know, only time will tell with that thing. So, yeah. Um, that's the biggest story, you know, other stories, you know, a lot of moves with like big guys. And we mentioned Kevin Durant to the new, new spot there. Will, will he mesh well with, you know, Kyrie or, you know, it, it, it's stories like these that are just like time will tell type stories. But the, the James Harden thing is like the big, like, you know, atomic bomb waiting to just go off the Woj bomb, you know, announcing the trade like, you know, but well, yeah, it's, it's a fun time to, to be a part of the league right now. And it's, well, me and Justin are a part of this, uh, you know, fantasy league that we got going on. And there's really no better way to get into the NBA. In my opinion is just to have your own fantasy league and, and, uh, and just watch over players that, you know, determine whether or not your team does well. And you, you get to, learn the the names of the players and the, you know the teams and how well they do it's it's super fun so yeah it's, i see now you tell me that it's the best way to get in the nba after i said oh well, no i'm not in the nba i shouldn't be in this yeah well <laughs> yeah Paul, i mean i asked you twice and you said yes the first time but then he said no the second time which you know i don't know that's that sounds like a bit of a flake situation to me paul i don't know yeah i just you know i i don't want to overwhelm you with my you know high iq yeah, big okay, brain buddy. skills yeah. right yeah okay yeah no sure sure <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I, w- I would be trash in that league. That's all right. That's all right, Paul. Yeah, I I saved you the trouble this time around. So maybe maybe next year I'll you know wipe the floor with you. You know we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's so we're absolutely excited that. Uh, let's see, that's pretty much all the n- the new stuff in the 
in the sports world. We we haven't you know we've had people who enjoyed sports. We never really talked about sports. Yeah, no, not not too much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, before we uh, before we move on from the sports, let me just you, we talked about NBA. You know that that's your guys' passion. Let me talk about disc golf just for a hot minute. <laughs> Even though I do think I have like one or two listeners who listen who listen to this podcast are into disc golf. Sure. That being. Brian Marvin and possibly my brother Stephen Wagner. Yep. Um, but anyways, a uh, little disc golf news. Um, I'll keep this very sweet, short, sweet to the point. It's and it's the end of the 2020 season. Now it's the off season. Everybody's practicing, and this is where contracts are going to be um, up and up for grabs. A lot of contracts okay. have been just re-signed, just same sponsors for the next year or so. But one of the guys, the main guys in the big companies, Innova, same. People made my bag right there. Look at that, Nova. Woo, look at that. So so cute. Um, the best, one of the biggest companies in the world, one of their biggest players, James Conrad, has not signed his contract yet. And there's rumors he's, he's moving to move a around. Sm- yeah, rumors he's going to go to a very small or a smaller company in the, in the disc golf field called MVP. Mm. And that's kind of like the big move of the of the year or whatnot right there. James Conrad moving to MVP. So it, nothing's decided yet. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But a cool thing about this contract that may happen is uh, I think they want him to be more present on social media to sell more discs. Like, hey, guys, I'm at the practice field. Throw my new Envy uh, <laughs> yeah. link to the description of the sale or whatnot. Of course. Anyways, that that's the disc golf news right there. So Cool. That's that's all I want to Do you know if it's for more money? Or Ooh, because you know, I know that I've... I've I dabbled a little bit with disc golf yeah. earlier on. This guy. This guy. Knows this early, guy. early this very guy early, and then I kind of <laughs> fell out of it when I went to college, but there were a couple times that I went to some of the parks to- Yeah, you were with us, right? Yeah, a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely earlier on in high school, And but do you know if this is for money, or is this more so I need to move on and make my own brand? Because at some yeah, point, you yeah, need to sure. make your own brand after you're done competing. Mm. That, that's a good question. So- Probably not for money, and I would say that because Anova is, is a huge powerhouse manufacturer of discs and disc um, sporting goods, right? MVP is mainly, I think, they just do discs. They're not as big as, as Anova. That's just a fact. So probably not money unless there's a possibility when James Conrad moves to MVP, if he does choose that, they're going to get a big influx in sales. Like, oh, we got this huge pro. I got to buy his... His his uh his his tourney stamp disc or whatnot support him support the the company because I love James Conrad you know that's a thing, um James Conrad has come like super so close many times to winning tournaments and winning events he he does have wins in his back pocket but not I think he will want to have more you know he he's definitely capable of having more and he's come so close many times to winning and just kind of choking the last second and um, maybe he's switching sponsorships i've heard people online talk about this but people think he's switching sponsorships just to throw something new throw something fresh because it he's been throwing it over for the longest he's he, he can't remember and getting some new plastic in his bag could it help him uh, i don't know just get a new mindset of the game get a new like a uh, fresh outlook on his form or whatnot is he like top one of the so like in in the range of like best disc golf players yes is he like Top yes. top of the top? Yes. For sure. Top, really. top. Okay. He's up there. Yeah, he's up there. Okay. Now, the special thing about Conrad is that, you know, in the Frisbee throwing world, you have your, your backhand throw, which goes across your chest, yeah. and you have your sidearm, which is you throw it like the side of you, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the two main throws. This man 
never throw sidearm. Like he has. Oh, interesting. His professional career, he only throws backhand, which is very difficult to do because you know the, the, they're two different shaped shots. The backhand throw finishes to the left, and the sidearm finishes to the right, depending on what shape of the hole is. If it's a dog leg left, if dog you're right, right, yeah, if you're right handed, yeah. it, it switches for you if, if you're if you're left handed. But nonetheless, um, he only does backhand, right? And for him to be only do backhand and be that good, I mean, be like I would say he's definitely up there in the top ten uh, professionals in the, in the, in the in the world right now. Like he's 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 fantastic. Interesting. Yeah. What's stopping you from being top ten, Paul? What's stopping me from being top ten? Yeah. This podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could be out right now practicing, but I have a. I got a recording. Yeah, um, I got it. Yeah, I got to record right here. It's tough, man. Yeah, it's tough. really tough. Gotta I might catch up to you. Yeah, got to pay the bills. Got to pay yeah. the bills. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Even though, like, I've lost, I have lost money on this podcast. No, you wait, really? Uh, actually, you know what? I don't come back. Come back to well, me. I gotta okay. think about this. You gotta think about that. On yeah. Right. Cool, cool. I mean, on uh, you know, as, as the joke, yes, I've lost money. Okay, no, a we lot lost money because yeah. mm-hmm. you know, J Lo cost took, a lot of money. Yeah, to get it on. took a lot of money to get Justin on this podcast. We, yeah, yeah. He really negotiated our entire budget on this one. <laughs> and we're actually running out of time. We only got like 10 minutes left for, for his time here. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, yeah, good stuff. That's the, the sports section of the pod. It's, you know what we got to do, Paul? What uh, we got to do? This, uh, this is randomly came up. I think our conversations vary so much. I think I think there's timestamps on Spotify podcasts. I think Really? If we added timestamps, I think that'd be pretty good. I had that? Jacob, that you know what? I, I like more that idea, but that's just that's, more work. That's for more me. work for you. That's literally more work yeah, for sorry, me. Sorry, Paul. So yeah. you know what, Jacob? So get on it, Paul. You I No no no, get on it. Come on. <laughs> you could probably do that while you're editing though. I probably you could can, probably I, just mark yeah, it or something, let yeah. them know and then <laughs> I Yeah, just shut up. No no no. Like nope. Nope, it's a bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah. Jacob, you know what I really want to see? What do you want to see? I want to see more unique guests. On the podcast, and that's, that's my job. That's, that's your right. job, you know. That's that's, that's my job. J just not unique enough. You no, know? come on, <laughs> dude. This is, this is a, he, that's come on. He said himself, he is master of of no <laughs> trades. <laughs> he's, a, he's a jack of all trades. <laughs> that's pretty good. I think that's a pretty good guess. I think. Listen, Paul, we can't get more. We got to get our budget up. You know, our budget's <laughs> at zero right now. We can't. Justin's all we got, dude. You know, it's like we, okay, okay. We can't do much better. No, I'm kidding. Of course. No, this is we we've had Justin in the back of our mind for a long, long time, and he's he's back in town finally. He's he was out and about, but now he's back in town. So that's right. All jokes aside, we love you having you here, Justin. I'm sorry about that. Always oh, a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> better better be booked again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let my agent come and talk to you about that. You know what? Um, it would be a podcast first for a guest to come back after. Brian, no, Brian was the first. Brian, was I was trying to say it would be a podcast first for a second guest to come back for a second time. This I'm, podcast, that, I'm, that's I'm yeah. stretching it. I'm really stretching no, I, it. I, that's a good ESPN stat line right there. You know, just like uh, yeah, first second guest to come back second time. First second guest to come back second time. Yeah, yeah. between the years like in 1990 something and then now it's like okay, dude. Yeah, good, good one. Good stat. Yeah, Love ESPN. Anyway, so. Yeah, uh, good stuff on that, Paul. Any other topics? Uh, I, we, yeah, see, this is this is what happens when we don't plan uh, exactly what we're gonna talk about today. We just kind of so 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 Justin, you've been around for a long time in in, in the burbs here, you know. What you mentioned before we started stories, you know, you got some big stories in the back of your mind. What is like, you know, if if you got stories in the back of your mind, you gotta you gotta you gotta share them because. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll just bring it to that because we know we got we got a lot of history. We got a lot of history for sure. So 
What what are some stories? I'll translate that for you, Justin. Yeah, I'm 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 Jacob, saying a lot here. Thirty seconds to say, to share me a story, please. Jacob just wants free content. Yeah, I just want content. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, what I'll, I need. I'll provide stories. I like storytelling. I gotta, I gotta think of one. Okay. You guys keep throwing out like suggestions and stuff oh, about sure. yeah, times yeah. during you know certain mm. eras. You know, eras. Just, I mean, just you know, we we've we've gone through many eras in in, in our high school. Uh, Times, right? Yeah. Things that, that kind of pop in my mind are like the, the the sports we did. You know, there was a time in our life where we would often, not often, but we would sneak into our high school. Yeah. Okay. Our, little, our high school. Playing what? Like soccer, right? Oh, in the high school? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the field. The field. Oh, the field. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, sure. We, we would go into the field. Like, there was this way. I think they, they fixed it now at our old high school, but there was a way you could, like, sneak, like, fit squeeze between two fences and we play soccer and field. Did you join us on yep. these occasions? Yep. Yeah. I know what you're talking about though too. Yeah. There was a spot by the baseball field that the fence they didn't they didn't connect it. For whatever reason they didn't connect the fence to the dugout. So you could squeeze through when they would lock the gates. Mm-hmm. And I think they put in the gates when did they put those in? That was hmm. well, no memory. I don't I don't know if it was our freshman year mm. of high school or if they did it before but i remember back in the day there was never that sophisticated of a gate yeah so mm-hmm. you could kind of hop it and not have a problem but yep. yeah you could sneak onto the track and there are plenty of times that i i snuck onto the track and ran mm-hmm. yeah and just that, should not have been there but mm-hmm. said oh well all right just just run it that's another thing i you know sometimes i just completely forget about just like your how how well you performed on on in track it's just like one of these things that i just like sometimes forget about but it's like such a massive thing is that some i don't know it, it's a obviously a big deal to you how how much you've ran uh in your life and how well you've done so what what's cool is i think that i look back it's where it allowed me to go yeah because i was thinking about this i think on the way home you know we're, we're all turning 23 this year yeah we graduated high school oh, five years ago yeah, five years time. ago, yeah. and I I just thought in my head about all the stuff that we did in high school, and mm-hmm. you just think back and say, was that really that long ago? Mm-hmm. But that's just kind of how far we have gotten with everything that we did in high school and where it kind of the direction it kind of put us on. So at this point, because I'm done running, I'm a sit at home Call of Duty couch man, <laughs> watches sports when he can and listens to music. Yep, yeah, classic. Um, I enjoy more of where I'm able to go and where and the experiences that I had with running and stuff but it's I don't know I'm so far removed that it's, I don't look back and eh, sometimes you have to if you're having a bad day I look back and say yeah I was kind of good yeah and but it's high school in a weird way becomes a bubble that you get trapped in because when you're a senior in high school obviously like when you're a freshman you are the low to the you're low of the totem pole yeah you kind of get pushed around but you come in with so much energy because you were just at the top as in eighth grade because you're the, the big dog. You can get away with stuff. You know, people respect you. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get like that towards the end of high school where, you know, you're the most popular people. You can be. You don't have to be. But you're the oldest. You're respected. And then you go all the way back down in college to being, especially with me feeling that on the team, you kind of go back to being the bottom of the totem pole. And it's oh, yeah. that grind back up. So that's what I look back to high school the most is how easy, kind of how easy it was in the little bubble that we existed in of, you know, you could wake up every day and have the same lunch period, eat yep. the same thing, 
and that's you that was guaranteed and now in the real world you might have a job that guarantees you to do the same thing every day but there are so many variables about the real world that you never had in high school and you were still under your parents roof and that so much provides comfort mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. true yeah high school granted at least for us um especially in in the scene that we had paul just in the music scene just for me personally like a lot of comfort and just like i don't know have you know early on just a pretty established like okay i established a role and established um i guess group of people and and community and it was very very comfortable i guess is like a really good where they described and and coming out of it was man it's crazy to say five years but um it, it's it's hard to develop something uh similar to that uh coming out of even college um as you say yeah the real world prevent uh, pre- presents a lot of i guess um challenges that you wouldn't really experience during that time and even during college so um yeah we're kind of like in that weird timeline where it's like all these challenges are starting to appear you know starting to apply for jobs and start you know living on our own type thing so um yeah man interesting to see how that develops but yeah you're absolutely right yeah high school is like kind of when you look back it's like wow that you know at the time we're like oh yeah the stocks you got to go to school blah blah blah. but like now it's like dang that was actually we're we're starting to become the boomers are like oh you know you better you better appreciate the times that you have you know yeah so I don't think uh, there was many times in high school where I would appreciate just sitting down and doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, yes, I would appreciate that as a high schooler, like having days where I don't do anything. But maybe uh, maybe the days I'm, I'm talking about are like the days where you just get to spend time with your family. I know that maybe sometimes that's a little more controversial nowadays because I do know some people in my life that are like, oh, man, my family, I hate them. I can't wait to get like away from them. And, I you think know? those people are like, like people like me who've lived, you know, who consistently live with them and just like, I mean, get, get tired after a period of time. I mean, but I'm sure if I move out or something, I'll, you know, miss my family and want to sure, spend time yeah. with them every week or something. I mean, it doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be family, but it could be like significant others, right? Just sure. Slow, quiet times with your family. Yeah. Significant others. Nothing to do for the day. You're just watching TV, football or whatnot, or you just, at dinner's over and everybody's still around the table, right? Just still talking, right? Those little moments, like those moments when I, in, in high school, I would like say, hey, F that. I want to be in my room by myself doing nothing, right? Mm. But I think nowadays, like, I have a better appreciation for those kind of moments, you know, when you, uh, outside of high school, five years removed. I just think you kind of grow up too, I think. I, I can attest to that all of the end of high school and a little bit of into college too because I went to college somewhere else so I, I traveled away and um about six and a half hour drive but it was enough distance away that I didn't feel I couldn't come home in one day and go back the same day and it not be like half a day right six and a half six and a half is 13 hours so I that's a half a day of traveling yeah so it was long enough that I felt like I was away but close enough that it wasn't a flight I wasn't in California or Texas or anything like that mm-hmm. but with that you know that f- Freshman year is such a formative year, but it also can be the most chaotic and toxic year because this is the first time you're away from parents. You don't live under the same roof. No one's telling you to get up and go to class. No one's telling you to go and eat even oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. It feels so, a lot for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you – and so me, I'm an only child, so I didn't live with anyone other than – or I'd sorry, I didn't share a room, but I so I was by myself. And everything was kind of catered to me. And that's something that you realize again when you're older is that 
it's very different from living with someone to having your own room. And so freshman year was very chaotic for me. And in doing so, I still kind of treated my parents a little bit like, I don't want to talk to you because, you know, I'm in college. I want to be a young, I want to be 19. Yep. I want to be at a, at a, cause I was at a bigger school. I want to enjoy that life that I kind of had. And I didn't really have in high school because it's where, where we went to high school, that wasn't a common thing. And I think that was good for a lot of people because we didn't get caught up in that scene too early and you don't make bad choices. But anyways, we, I just kind of didn't appreciate my parents. And when I would come home, I'd always want to go home right back to my college friends because some of these college friends, you think that you're going to be best friends for life. And some of them, yeah, we are going to be best friends for life. Some of them not. Mm. And that's all about freshman year is meeting those people and then as you get older and you have more experiences, you kind of figure out who you're going to be more close with after college. But then as I got older, I started to, something I noticed I started doing was I would text and I would call my dad a lot and I would call him and I would just talk to him and talk mm. and talk because I was always very about, no, I don't want to talk about you. I don't want to talk to you with anything, even in high school. And then I started opening up and like you talk about not appreciating that quiet time or being with my family. Now I really enjoy being with my family. We started playing cards at cards every time we come home and we'll sit and play till 1230. Mm -hmm. And that's something I didn't expect to ever want to do in high school in my first couple years of college. And then I think you start to realize the importance of family life, which is something mm -hmm. as a, you know, as a 19, 18, 20, 21 year old, you don't care. You want to go get if you do consume alcohol, because I know some people here don't, not judging, nothing, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. If, if you want to go get hydrated. Correct. <laughs> With a little added effects, both before and after. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's all you want to do when you were in college. Yeah. Because it was fun, and you're around people that other want to do it. And if you do consume, you kind of lose, you let loose a bit. Mm. There's some after effects that don't feel great the next day. And of course, of I'm course. sure people who out there who have consumed have felt those before. Of course, yeah. That's what you want to do, but then you start getting older and you realize that going out Friday and Saturday night, even you know, sometimes people go out three times a week. That's not, it's not fun. Yeah. It's not the life you want to have. Yeah, as you get older and you're in your mid twenties, you might go out a Friday night or a Saturday after work or watch the game because you, when you do have work, you have nothing to do Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Yeah. And with school, you still have to do kind of schoolwork. But so yeah, I think appreciating family is something that has been a revelation for me i kind of had that moment uh this year with uh appreciating like friends close friends it was uh i mean you know covid just like messed everything up right and everyone's like off doing their own thing you know at least for our friends there at the other side of the country studying some of them others doing like med school stuff others you know starting to work and it was during this like time in the middle of the year like summertime and like going into fall where like a lot of people just weren't talking. I was just like, you know, you know, pretty much alone, you know, with my, with my, with my folks, you know, just uh, having to uh, deal with them a lot and, and spending a lot of time with them. But, you know, during these times I was like really down. I was wondering like, well, you know, what, what's going on? Like what's different about now? It's like, Oh, I just put it up to COVID. It's like, Oh yeah, it's just COVID times, you know? So, you know, this is the reason why I'm now, but, it, but then I realized I didn't really have much appreciation for, the, the people that I, I don't know, spent so much time with in years past and, and people that I care about a lot, you know, I didn't, it's been a long time since I talked to them and it was just like in that moment, this weird 
moment where I was like riding my bike and it was really pretty outside and I was like thinking about like the things that really matter a lot to me in that moment for whatever reason I was like you know what I didn't talk to my friends in ages in ages and uh and then I just like reached out in that moment and then we had some awesome awesome conversation with those buddies and and it was just like it really took the the distance for me to be like wow yeah I mean that yeah this is something that matters a lot type thing so um, yeah, I kind of had a similar experience now for uh, in, in terms of the college thing, I was at UIC. So like 30 minutes, whatever, not, not much has changed. You know, I, I was spending time with Brian a lot. He was my roommate. So that, that I didn't really have, and I wasn't away from family either. I was like visiting every other week, you know? So I, I didn't really have like a, a distant experience like you did. You, you, most people did in college until pretty much now when everyone's just like off doing their own thing, you know? So. Yeah, I could definitely relate to that. So, Paul, thoughts? Yeah, good thoughts. I mean, I'm the one. I'm the one who. <laughs> no, your thoughts. My thought. Yeah, no, I'm the one who brought up this this subject. You okay, know? yeah. So I, I'm just glad that we we all you know can share that. Yeah, we're older now, and we can appreciate these things that we didn't really appreciate in the in the time of high school, early college, or whatnot. Yeah, know? and I just think that's just. I, I bet you everybody can relate to that. This who is in the. Um, age bracket maybe 22 to 23 getting older you kind of start appreciating these like slower i like what justin said like the family moments of life you know and that those are special but this is also the time of your life when you're 22 23 you can also flip the coin and appreciate the more fast moments and the moments with your friends the moments that are maybe a little more spontaneous and you get those effects of those drinks like staying (laughs) hydrated right it makes you feel feel really great when you're hydrated of course i'll say that Um, but uh, yeah. Justin, what are your thoughts on water? <laughs> of course, yeah. Let's let's get this one over with. Okay. That that's something that is that's that's interesting because I did not drink a lot of water in high school, and that was something oh. that. And I've gotten bad about it recently because when it gets cold, I have a hard time drinking. I have two water bottles in the back of my car that just sit there. Yeah, yeah. I got an algae and a. <laughs> hey, it's perfect water in the car type of weather. You know, right. if it's, it's summer, it's no that shot. Season. Yeah, it's that season. Yeah, so, it's that season. Yeah. So it just sits there. I don't drink it. But then there's days that, so I work at a golf course yeah. and we're still open. I will catch myself still drinking water from water bottles, but mm-hmm. definitely in college I was drinking a lot more water because as, you know, as you mentioned that I was a runner, as a runner you need to be hydrated so that your muscles are like good steak and not beef jerky. One of my teammates gave a good comparison is when you're not hydrated, your muscles are like beef jerky. Mm-hmm. It's just gnawy and dry and it yeah. breaks apart easy. Where steak, it's a nice, juicy, yeah. medium rare steak, Mm-mm. and it tastes so. Mm-mm. And that's good. That's healthy. Mm. So I am a big fan of water, but I will also consume other things that aren't water. There it Close. is. All right, all right. You're, you know, uh-huh. you had me for a second yep. there, Justin. Yep. Your 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 take was looking like a nice, juicy steak for there for a quick second. But yeah, it looks like you turned into a piece of beef jerky yeah. right there, Jake. That's no, all good. Yeah, I I respect it. Very good. The the appreciation for water is there. I'll take it. Yeah, that's all we need. I don't think I, I've I don't think I've ever met anybody who says, "Man, water is just awful. It has no flavor. I just want to have soda." Cause oh, there's plenty of those people out there. Do you there. know anybody like that? I don't personally know anybody. Like, hey, because you know they, like they're that, gone. Justin? Take a survey in high school. I bet there's a ton of people who will say, "I don't like drinking water there you because go. it doesn't taste good." Yep. And then as we've talked about getting older, you start to realize, like, wow. I like a nice cold glass of water. Sometimes. There you go. <laughs> yep. Especially the three thirty in the morning. You wake up from you're so, you're like oh I'm gonna go to bed at ten thirty and then you wake up at three thirty and your mouth is dry and then you 
they're like, oh, I'm going to have a couple sips of water, and you end up chugging half the thing. Yep. And then you go back to your bed and your stomach, you're like, oh, my gosh, my stomach is making noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I, I brought this up before, but the 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 chain of, like, adult drinks as you grow up, like, just, like, develops from, like, if you're really young, you think coffee is, like, the adult drink or something. And then and then you're in, in high school, like, wow, like, drinking alcohol is so sick, you know, like, so cool. And then you're in college, it's like, okay, you're doing it. And, but then, then water becomes a thing, and it's like the top of the totem pole, best, the premium adult drink is water. It's like, yeah, but Jacob, that's just it right there. That's just the take. I don't tis know. the season. I need to know where you put eggnog on that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, I don't. Eggnog's just not a thing in our family, so we just never. You've never had eggnog before. No, you've never had eggnog. No, I actually haven't. Wow, I actually haven't. What thoughts, Justin? Neither have I. Oh, there you go. Eggnog is not up on our list either. You've never had eggnog. No, I've never had eggnog either. You know what's really special? What? I have eggnog right now. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to drink it. You're you're saying that as if we're going to do something. Yeah, I mean it'll be kind of fun. It it is the holiday. Even though this podcast is coming up after Christmas, it is the the Christmas holiday time. You know what even is eggnog? Like delicious. No, I know what is it though. It's like, delicious. I don't know what it is. It's delicious. I actually don't know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. It's delicious. That's what it, it is. I mean, it's just got egg in its name, you know, yeah, drinking I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't know, bit. dude. It's it's good. It's good. It's like creamy. It's thick. It's it's a nice holiday oh. drink. Ugh, dude. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. I, it's like. No it, shot. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a holiday drink. I don't know what else to say. It's, it's tasty. It's sweet. It's decadent. My My family, you know. The, the the Polish people, they they drink this like you take pierogies and blend no, it up and drink no, we that. Don't, we don't we don't blend up pierogies. We, we drink barsch is what it's called. I don't even know what it is though. It's like uh, it's like uh, it's it's like a beet mixture. I think it's disgusting. You drink I, beets? I don't I don't I don't ever no. It's not beets. What is it? I'll I'll look it up right now because I beets. I'm really being a fake Polish the Polak right now. Barsch. What do you say? Beets are actually really good for you. They help they are you, no. They I, help I, you oxidize your blood. There you go. See see. Uh, Polish borscht. That doesn't help me, dude. It's borscht. Beet soup. Yeah, it is beet soup. I, yeah, see, my, my instincts were correct. It is beet soup. Yeah. they. My folks drink beet soup on the holidays. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that delicious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My blood is just like, the mosquitoes go nuts during the <laughs> summer. They're like, wow, this guy, this guy's like a fresh cut steak right here. He drinks water and, and beets too. His blood. You know, your your blood could be nice and <laughs> noggy too uh, for the winter yeah, holiday if, yeah, if you wanted. Listen, it's not gonna happen, Paul. It's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. You, you want this like nice little segment, this holiday segment. You want to make it special. You're wearing your Christmas sweater right now, and you and you got the eggnog, eggnog in the back. It's not gonna happen, brother. It's not. I, you know, Jacob. I just want to have some fun for this podcast. I'm but you're no, always no. You, you always shoot down my fun. Nope. I yeah, absolutely. I will shoot it down. Justin, have you had fun yet? Have you had any fun this <laughs> podcast yet? Uh, I, I don't want to reveal that because <laughs> then I might lose some of my financial implications. You know, there might yeah. be some financial. We not, implications. We won't send you. Yeah, the, I won't be. Yeah. I will not be invited back. And then, you we're going to tear up your invoice. No, it's okay. My, my I'm, I'm the one who who takes care of that. So you you can you can say it to me. All you right. can say, have you had, have you had fun this podcast? Yes, I've I've really enjoyed this and. <sighs> Part of me is like I don't want it to end either, but I know we can't stay here for four hours. It can't be a four-hour live stream, but unfortunately not. That would be a first, though. And that would all, be a, that would be a first. We could make it an absolute marathon. We all are about firsts on this inside podcast. That that's right. That is correct. How I mean, here's what you can do: you do part one and then do part two. We could do that. We could record you, like three episodes in one, Paul. That's brilliant. And we could, yeah, yeah. We did that one day, like in the very beginning. We did record two episodes in one day. Oh, and that yeah, and for me personally, that turn at, 
Maybe you would disagree, Paul, but for me, that was like bad. The third episode, I was gassed, and I was like stutter, more of a stuttering mess than I am today, and I was just bad. It was bad news, but... Um, it's good that, I think that was episode two and three, right? Episode two and three. Yeah, we decided we're like, yeah. all right, we're gonna we're gonna get super ahead and just you know knock out several episodes so we have them for the next two weeks and the third one just. just I think this format's a little bit better. It's a it's a better format. A little, a little bit better. Yeah. Do you want a little nugget too? Oh, Ooh, here we yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. So one of my options for college was actually UIC. Okay. And I unfortunately I wish, I mean hindsight's twenty twenty. It would have yeah, been very no, different sure. to stay close. But one, yeah, one of my options for college was UIC. Oh wow! And I think at that point, uh, I know you mentioned about getting close with friends again. Yeah, we recently so in our Discord that you guys have t- talked before, I think that was one of the best things that's ever happened for our friend group because oh for sure, dude, mm-hmm. it yeah. has just connected people that I was always close with, but not as close as I would say as a group we are now and. You know, COVID sucks. I don't get me wrong. It's not fun, but it's this is a little bit of a blessing in disguise. It's been this Discord, but I mean, I I didn't know that you guys played a ton of video games anymore. And then now oh, it's now we're doing fantasy drafts. We're doing all this stuff. Yeah. And, but where I was going with that is just how I forgot. I, I hate to say it, but like you don't forget about people. You always will see them when, when you're around and stuff. And I would always come back and try to see people, but you just kind of forget about stuff that happened in the past that made absolutely people friends of why you guys were why people were close at the start so yep. yeah mad props to either you or brian for that discord yeah i forget who it was awesome. yeah so i mean for people so listening fun. yeah for people listening who don't understand what's going on, yeah so discord is like this um facebook for gamers yeah facebook yeah so it's, it's got this weird uh um you know it's marketed in such a way that it's targeted specifically for for gamers and it's just like used as like a voice chat for gamers to like talk and and interact while you're playing games or something i think that's a really narrow way as a company i think it's a little like tough i don't know why you would and and it's got like a bad name too because there's some real strange communities on there like some real strange people who use the platform but for us you know we got we got some call we call like the Northwest Burbs, and then we just got a, a, a collection of our, our boys from back in the day um, on there. It was like me and Brian, and I, yeah, again, I forget who. I think it's just because we played Call of Duty, we played some Warzone. We had like a, a few guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brian would go, yeah, oh yeah, like we met one day for like um, maybe it was like last Christmas or something, or, or, or uh, like New Year's or something, something. And it was like, oh yeah, J- uh, uh, Justin plays, Justin plays Warzone. Let's get him on that. And it was like a few guys, and we, you know, we're like, well, why don't we just make a whole server out of it? And then we get, you know, 10 guys, now 20 guys. And, and it's just been super fun. And, and again, like random people that you would never really interact with, like on a daily basis, like we do now. And it's just like super fun. It's like you got a nice, close knit community that you could just like um, just reach out to whenever, you know. And it's, yeah, again, I, I said it many times with those guys, but it's like one of those things that is just like a, a massive highlight for sure. Spring yeah. 2020 was nuts for for that Discord. Because oh yeah, they, I think at the time you guys were still in college and just yep. finishing up, but everything yep. went online. So I don't know if you know about this, Paul, but we would mm-hmm. play this Call of Duty came out with a battle royale called Battle Royale called Warzone, mm-hmm. and it was free to play. So people who didn't buy the game, the sixty dollar game for PS4, Xbox One, or PC, yep. shout out PC gamers, yep. Not me though, <laughs> yet. Uh, could play for free, and it was 150 people, and you had four man squads, three man squads, solo or duos in this giant map of 
Eastern Europe. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did catch that. I didn't. I never played that game because my computer, as you two can he's, see, he's is got a, little, a is sick, a, you know, Mac gaming 2011, 2011 I mean, gaming Mac. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's catched on fire every time I open up anything. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I saw. I was watching some of Jacob's streams, yep. uh, Twitch streams. Um, shout out to BCJ. Or BC Jazz. Yeah, I'm sorry. BC right. Jazz. I stream every like two weeks, you know. I'm like, familiar with the game, but I've never played it. And that's probably a good thing because I'm really bad at first person shooters. <laughs> so there was a time that we would play like two to three hours every day twice. Yeah. We would do yeah, that. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my right. gosh. It exactly. was like uh, early March. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I'm laughing just thinking about how yeah. how bad it we, was, but yeah. fun, fun. Not it bad, was but super fun. fun yeah. Um, early March and then April to May. So when everything was kind of really at its peak, because for us, I went to Colorado for all of April. So I, we left like March. Yeah, so I was in Colorado, but Missouri. Okay, if I don't give it away, I went to college at University of Missouri in Columbia. So very different state and. You know, Illinois, if you're into politics, Illinois has typically always been blue or, sorry, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Missouri, if you're not in Kansas City, Colorado, uh, sorry, uh, Kansas City, Columbia, or St. Louis is typically red, kind of like how Southern Illinois is. Yeah. So it's a little bit slower to obviously getting the virus because we didn't have as many people in Columbia. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's 3 million people in greater Chicago area versus 120,000 in Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. So they really weren't hit with it yet. So when we got back from Colorado, it started to become a little bit more serious. Stuff was closed. You, We didn't have to wear a mask yet. Now we do, thank goodness. But um, all the bars started closing down. People went home because they finally threw us all online completely. Because a lot of people, especially at Mizzou, were like, this is going to be an extended spring break. And then we're going to be back. And we're going to be gone for two to three weeks, yeah. maybe a month. And then we'll be back. And then... <laughs> You know, love that that was a thought, April yeah. April twenty first hits, and you're like, oh, we're not coming back for the rest of the semester. We're yeah. we're done, done. Yeah. And so then, going back to the whole Call of Duty point, because I've been rambling on. Yeah. There was a time in April and May that we'd get on at eleven o'clock, play for about two to three hours, and then we'd either get on at three or six o'clock and play for until another three to four hours. Yeah. And yeah. it was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but just. A lot of hours put into we literally it's like all right rise and shine gamers like let's go like yep, let's yep. just get in there like get eat your breakfast and go <laughs> it was super fun i mean it's just like oh man what 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 a game you know it's crazy you mentioned how many hours like that, that was such like a small like scope of time but it's just like so dense amount of time it's, it's very strange like and it's just like again one of those things I take for granted. Like we always destroy that game. Like oh piece of trash, but we played a ton of it and hey, for good reason because it was it was pretty it was pretty fun you know without a doubt. So um, yeah and yeah that's one of the many things that that little community uh, that Discord community allowed for us to do um, as well as that like, we mentioned on podcast before like the Among Us games which is mm-hmm. so funny classic absolutely yeah just bad game <laughs> it's degraded <laughs> since it's, it's been tough it's been tough I am, I am one of those people who gets frustrated in the chats oh, and, and oh, when, sure. no. when Jacob and I are Jacob and I are dead I will say I hate our crewmates <laughs> so much yeah, we, yeah what are these guys doing type thing but uh, no like I guess to, to spin it to something all listen you know because we got some guys in that 
in that chat that are listening, but maybe some people who aren't or who don't even know, don't plan on using Discord. My, I guess, like takeaway from that experience for me personally is like, just like, don't hesitate to like reach out to people, especially during these times. For me, it's like, you know, I think in the beginning of college, uh, a lot of friends were like, oh, this guy, th- this guy, you know, he went to this college. He's a little bit, he's fake because he, he hasn't talked to me in a few weeks. And they, they're they just like, um, they just get mad and, and they, you know, they get their feelings hurt because this guy's got new friends over at this college. And, oh, he's not talking to me anymore because he got these new friends. You know, I think everyone's just got all sorts of things going on. And it's hard to, like, keep track of all the people you've met with and, and interacted with, like, like you mentioned, uh, Justin. I, just being assertive and just like reaching out to people that you know you cared about at some point and if they don't reciprocate that that's fine just move on but like the the amount of value you could get out of these interactions even now or especially now I should say so so valuable um so uh whether it's making those communities or group chats or or uh talking to people during these times it's very very valuable and I recommend it to anyone it, it helped me a lot so yeah big <laughs> that's well, all well typically if you didn't do wrong by someone to the point that they don't want to be friends oh, with you and yeah. you just disconnected mm-hmm. i mean i have a couple friends here that i've wanted to reconnect with but you just you want you sometimes you, you it always used to be like when you came back you're excited to see everyone the next year it was i'm still excited i'm not saying i'm not excited to see people but it's like okay if i see you it'll be good but i have again i'm kind of busy and then you get you want to spend obviously we talked about family time the family Mm -hmm, time kind mm -hmm. of goes up Mm -hmm. friend time kind of has to trade off and go down and then as you keep coming back for those years at least for myself it last it became stuff like oh man i'll see you there and then it be and it's but it's not like i didn't want to see these people but you just kind of get lost in translation oh yeah i kind of cut paul off no no no. that's totally okay so okay i I just had this thought that that you know connects to this too um it it's so prevalent in high school and in college too we 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 don't think about this but high uh, high school provide this place for us where we we go to every single day all our friends meet every single day it's just we go and see each other monday through friday and in these classes at lunch period whatnot gym whatnot hang out with each other before we skip to school and that's that's our place Kyle just typed the same thing. You know, it's a little more, you know, separated off campus or class or classes are longer away and everything. But you still have those places where you meet your friends. You have those designated areas. But now, you know, once everybody's graduated, once everybody's kind of doing their own thing with their jobs and everything, making that time to see people, that gets uh, gets kind of challenging. And those little text messages like, hey, man, how's it going? Merry Christmas. Hope you're doing well. Let's 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 talk. Those mm-hmm. mean so much to people. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. In fact, I should probably do that right now. I should probably text people that I haven't talked to in a while. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did that with uh, someone. Uh, he, I don't think he checks like you know social media. He's a very Paul esque kind of guy who just doesn't. <laughs> so I, I, I think I need to just like knock on his front door or something, ring his doorbell or something. But um, yeah, because he lives real close. But yeah, no, absolutely reaching out. It's just like so cool. So yeah, do that. Do that thing. Yeah. Um, I. I had this random thought in my head, and I want to bring it up. Mm-hmm, I, and I'm mm-hmm. very curious how Justin is going to respond to this. This is like a, a high school memory of mine, or a memory I had of Justin from high school. So this is going to be interesting. So, I, I yeah, I don't know how how you remember this, if you remember it at all, or how much it means to you. But I'm very, very curious about this. So we had every, I want to say every year or so, we would have like big assemblies in high school. And uh, they're, they're always like, 
you know, they, they always had these like targets that like they're they're meant to like teach something that's like usually not taught in schools like in math, English, whatever, and just like valuable lesson type things. I think there was one about like that was very very dark about like school shootings and stuff and trying to stay safe and, and it's, it's things like that. These you know tough subjects like this, and one of them in particular was some guy who came in to talk about bullying and just like how bad bullying is. And uh, he, he would go on about um, how some people were affected by this. And one of the questions he asked, again, massive school, massive assembly. Uh, the whole room was packed, the whole gymnasium packed. He goes, how many of you were ever bullied before? And, you know, 80% of the people raised their hand, you know, without a, you know, without a thought. Like, okay, that's a ton of people. That sucks, you know. But then he flips it and goes, how many of you were ever a bully before? And everyone's like silent. I'm like, I would never like who who would ever reveal that they're like that they would do harm on another person. But like within five seconds of everyone just like looking around like freaking Justin was like the out of like 500 plus people to raise his hand. Yeah, I was that person before. And the amount of respect that that I was like, dude, that to me, that meant like a ton because I was like, yeah, uh, I, I could look back now and say mo there are moments where I was like, yeah, I definitely picked on this kid, made his life harder or something for, for no good reason. And then, but I wouldn't like in that moment, I didn't think about that. I didn't think that I was that I would be that kind of person, but it's, it's true. There are times where you just like, you know, bring people down when, uh, how you say it, when you don't mean to, or when, when, I guess when you're not knowledgeable enough of how much harm you're actually doing to, to a person and, yeah, when when Justin just raised his hand there, and then other people started to follow suit, it was just like, damn, the amount of respect was like. So I always remember. I don't know how you remember that moment, but um, when you started talking about it, I I think it started to click in my head about yeah. that memory. Um, I mean, there were times in middle school too that you just think you're joking around with someone, and, mm -hmm. and I know a lot of us joke around about PC culture. We all, you know, that's yeah. a big topic on social media and in, and in real life, but that is kind of you know, you could be hurting someone without ever knowing what you're doing, but to you, it's good fun. The words you say, or the actions you yeah. do, and to me, has there been moments that I haven't that that's that I have been a quote unquote bully in someone else's eyes? Yes. Has there been moments that I've been a bully in my eyes? Yes, there has, of course, because mm -hmm. you. But it takes time to take a step back, take a deep breath, and say, "How does someone react to this?" Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't matter if you want to get a debate if they should have reacted a certain way. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. because they reacted that way regardless. And so, and especially now there's a, there's always a line between joking around with someone and messing with them and then actually meaning harm. Yeah. And so in, in that moment, I, I was just like, yeah, I mean, I've been a bully before and I'm willing to stand by that. And I think that's something that I hold to myself, not that moment mm -hmm. because I actually have, I honestly forgot about that moment until you kind of started going down that path and it, yeah. a light bulb went off. But I hold myself to taking stuff in the chest. And a lot of what I've had to learn has been the hard way. I've learned the hard way with a lot, with school, grades, relationships, significant others, time management. I'm still working on that. <laughs> but I've learned the hard way. But with that, I think I've also taken stuff to the chest. And I'm not afraid to run away from things. There you go. So, yeah. I A great quote from someone who I don't, a hundred percent agree with there's this guy who's like a i don't know if he's like a navy seal or something some like absolute tank of human being just like 
testosterone oozing from his pores. His name is Jocko Willink or something. And he just has this idea called like extreme ownership where um, there was like a mistake in, when he was in Iraq or something. And someone, so there was like basically how you say it um one of the soldiers killed another one of the american soldiers essentially by like a mistake and he was like a leader essentially yep. and he he could have there could have easily been blame on the guy that did the killing but like he's he took ownership for that and he yeah he could easily essentially point fingers and 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 shift into the plane but what if this happened what if that you know taking extreme extreme ownership i think is just like such a valuable trade and shows great qualities of a leader so i don't know yeah I just had that random thought. I was like, what? Again, like just talking with you. maybe maybe it took just like seeing you in person, just like have that weird light bulb memory. But anyway, I don't know. You don't. Do you remember that at all, Paul? Or no? Uh, not the, the assembly. Yes, that moment. No. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe any other Justin memories? <laughs> no, I. I don't know. I mean, from my memory, like in high school, Justin and I, we were kind of like just two planets kind of orbiting the same solar system. You know, sometimes passing each other, sometimes not. You know, we're still kind of the same friend group, you know, the yeah. little friend group. But I don't remember, you know, uh, having big, you know, moments with, with Justin. Justin was always that one asteroid planet that just kind of, you know, ooh, we're getting a little close this time. <laughs> then we're going, we're going away, you know? Yeah. And it, well, that's not a bad thing. We're just acquaintances, right? Mm -hmm. And... I guess that's just how it is, you know. And the, I guess the, for myself and this, you know, kind of, I guess, pulling on the curtain a little bit and this this moment in my room with Justin here recording uh, my podcast, I think that's pretty special. I've always looked up to Justin as a very funny um, person to be around and someone who, who, who you want to be around because he makes you feel nice, he makes you laugh, and it's, you know, somebody who you want to be with. And it's kind of cool to have that this person right here on my podcast. Yeah, and I think... I can kind of I can kind of explain not to explain but like I think I know why we were like that because I was in band for a little bit and I always had those band connections but I never was fully into band and we talked about we talked about pre-podcast I've wanted to kind of get back into music and I've wanted to do the keyboard and stuff but I've never pulled the trigger on it mm -hmm. and I think that kind of is why I went away from band was because I played I actually jumped around a bit I was kind of a uh, you know, not a loyal band or orchestra person. Because, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what our first, mem my first memory, our first interaction might have been? Uh, I feel like it was middle school, doing like a at London. No, where was it? Even even earlier. We both played cello in elementary school. No shot. No way. I remember. Yeah. Oh no shot. That's crazy. Yep. In elementary school. Yeah. Wait, I you played, didn't go to you didn't go to. I went to Frost, but I played okay. cello. I started oh, off and, on and, viola, and I start I played cello. That's and <laughs> then we all combined for a concert with the other elementary schools. Oh, and I'm pretty man. sure Jacob was really good. I'm pretty sure he was first chair. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, that makes as you, sense. Yeah, as yeah, you, yeah you know, probably. As you, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, no. So I think, and then I moved. I eventually moved on to band. I played clarinet, and then I played oboe because they needed help playing oboe. Mm -hmm. And I was never gonna be first chair clarinet. I think I would have been second chair clarinet. I think I was pretty decent at clarinet, but uh, an old band member named Kanai Ono also from <laughs> kinda, kinda that's a name drop right there yeah. <laughs> uh, she was really really good at clarinet yep. so they asked me to switch over to oboe and I did and then after around 8th grade and into like high school it got boring for me and I also being more serious in high school sports that didn't help either but oh, yeah. I think had I had an avenue besides just the oboe like into jazz into being creative because i'm kind of a creative person like if i have free will to 
create one on what I want to create that I like that's cool, mm-hmm. I'll do it. There's not much to create with an oboe. It sounds like a dying goose. <laughs> yeah, true. Cool when you put it together with an entire ensemble oh, and sure. an entire orchestra and or band because you can kind of hear it stick out. Mm-hmm. Amass big brass sections, big woodwind sections. Yeah. But with You're not going to be hearing it shredding no, over some no. sick funk tune or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, not yet. Uh, not yet. Yeah, yeah, Paul's got some ideas. No. Yeah, in fact, we're hoping you pick up the oboe again cuz Paul No. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I almost laid to rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I think that's when my music kind of fell apart yeah. in terms of me playing was I just didn't see anywhere that I could be creative and that I could enjoy this. And obviously sports took a bigger role as you move in high school. It starts to become more serious and stuff. Do you guys remember when I conducted the... <gasps> oh, absolutely. <gasps> no, I, you know, I was about to bring that up. Yes. Yeah, yeah of yes. course. That was, that was this big resurgence right there. So you, you got that story. And it, it was kind of fun. So my parents, uh, it's his senior year, I believe. And yep. my, <laughs> my, my parents tell me that they, hey, we have a surprise for you. Because I think I was going to go and watch the concert no matter what. Because it was senior year. I knew some people. I knew a lot of people in there. I knew Anthony. I knew... I think I knew you guys by extension. I knew Jacob, obviously. Yeah. No offense, Paul. But I knew <laughs> none taken, none from taken. Holmes and whatnot. But my parents were like, you're going to conduct. And I was so regret. I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Because <laughs> I felt so weird because I had quit after sophomore year. But I think Mr. Logan kind of understood that it was not my passion anymore. And mm-hmm. to... And honestly, th- I think he probably had more respect for me that I walked away yeah. and was willing to be like, hey, this is just not for me. Like, it's not my passion. And I think he kind of saw what my passion was because when I've talked to him, he's a very friendly guy. He's, yeah, he's been doing pa- that thing for 20, 25 years. Like, very know, passionate himself, too. It. So yeah. So I was like, no, I don't want to do it. But the funny thing was is most guest conductors didn't – Probably didn't play in band. I remember one year it was Coach Dunbar after you retired and stuff. And <laughs> but me, like I'd kind of, I actually performed the, the freshman year in the holiday thing. Well, kind of performed. I didn't really know the music, but right. I could fake it enough, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Sorry to spoil it for anyone out yeah. there. I didn't really not know that music. Um, and those chosen sixteen recordings are just they're done for. They're they're. Oh no no that were twenty twelve recordings. Twenty sixteen yeah. sheesh. Yeah sheesh yeah. That, 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 our freshman that'd be our freshman college, year. Yeah. yeah yeah. I'm thinking wrong freshman year. <laughs> yeah, wrong freshman year. Ra- wrong freshman year. Jeez yeah. But. Um, so I went up there and I started conducting and I remember there were so many giggling faces because we were all seniors <laughs> yep. and all, people knew me because through band and stuff and so yeah. everyone was giggling and yeah. people I don't know it was a fun experience because I kind of understood but obviously I wasn't good at conducting and you had the what are they called the drum masters Dr- drill mm-hmm. not drill no, masters no, what are they you, drum majors drum majors drum majors the yeah. there you go yeah so they obviously knew how to conduct better than I did, yeah. but I was up there giggling so much and it was it was actually a really fun experience. But and Brian tells me that that's his first saved Snapchat oh, okay. memory yes. is the yeah, picture yeah. of me just looking at him <laughs> smiling. There is a legendary photo in our yeah. little friend group of Justin on the podium with like the cheesiest, biggest smile you can ever <laughs> you'll you'll ever see in your life. Just yeah. joy is just you know, water falling out of his out of his, his personality, out That's of his funny. face. It's it's fantastic. Maybe that could be an Instagram content. We'll, we'll 
We'll reach we'll, out to we'll, Brian. We'll, yeah, we'll have to reach out to him to get that for sure. <laughs> it's a legendary photo. Yeah. Legendary. So, so in other words, Justin's been around, you know, and he's 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 the orbiting has been there, and and yeah. that that was one where the planets nearly collided. Yeah, the planets <laughs> came very close to colliding in that moment, right yeah, there. But we, we survived. We, everybody survived. Yep. I got another. Uh, here's another. What's ah? Oh, do I have another really good story? I I think I do. Um. So the. Funny thing about the VIP, the uh, the the thing about the VIP episode, I remember you guys wanted to find it in a different platform to kind of have answers and stuff. So I was okay, going to sure. give a suggestion. I don't know if anyone else has. I think Twitter would probably be the best way to do it. Okay. Because what you can do is you can put out there, hey, we have a new episode out. Put Q&A a link or something. Link it there, and then just have like comments what you felt about it. You, then you can see likes, retweets, because that's easier for example like me. I can share that on Twitter not saying I wouldn't do it with like Instagram and stuff or like post yeah. it ourselves but it's easier just to retweet and like it and leave a comment or stuff yeah and you could also do like polls on there too oh, like true you could there's so much you <laughs> can do true. with Twitter without being forced to put a picture up like Instagram or like Facebook sorry boomers yeah I don't use some people use Facebook and that's the funny thing too when you see people our age come back to Facebook you're just like what are you like Jeez, you're becoming are, a boomer. Yeah, you guys are really they're they're in, they're in a rough rough way usually. I feel, but no Twitter. So my take with Twitter has been said many times before. I'm not much of a fan of Twitter. I, I, at least for me, my personal, uh, uh but no, I'm yeah, sorry. My, my personal consumption of contents. <laughs> Jacob, but, if if this Twitter thing is gonna gonna pop off the ground, you're gonna have to to do it because oh yeah, you're the you're the no, social I'll, media I'll, guy. I mean, you're social media I'll try my best to make it happen. I think Unless that I'll, that poll thing is a great idea. I'll hire Brian. We could hire Brian because he, he he's Twitter. a he's a Twitter guru himself. He's been he's been around the block on Twitter, but yeah, my take with Twitter, I hate it. But then I realize it's like it's based on who you follow. <laughs> my mm-hmm. my uh, how you say it? My like personal account with like all the high school people that we followed back in the day. It's absolute garbage. It's like some awful takes and some awful retweets. I'm like, jeez, like this. So I just like hate my life when I use that that account. So I just gotta I gotta switch it up. You know what I'm saying? So, do you want any college stories? College stories. I, I are we, oh sure. I, I mean, mean it, do you want, I can because I've got yeah. Some, those are rule, easier to tell. What's the one that? rule we didn't mention is like don't say anything that will get you fired in it, which is obvious. Oh so. no, I I not I'm I'm only employed at a nine to five, not a <laughs> nine to five. I'm yeah. really not employed. They would not get me in trouble. Um, yeah. so it was 2016 fall uh, around Halloween. I don't know if it was actually Halloween. But how college athletics works is you have four, uh, five years to do four seasons of eligibility. Okay. So our team was big enough that our coach told all the freshmen, the guys at least, to redshirt. Because, oh wow! And thinking as how our bodies develop, a twenty-three-year-old is better than an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Because you're more developed, especially Americans. There's a whole thing about foreigners and all that stuff, but that's a long, long, long talk. But so we had all redshirted. So we all that we had to do is show up to practice. Occasionally show up to class. <laughs> Definitely took the occasionally, not lightly. Yeah. Um, so it's Halloween one night. And this to me was the, when everyone talks about going to college and having a that college experience that said, wow, this is what college, you know, that animal house type, sure. type uh, moment was freshman year Halloween. We, I was being hydrated. Not okay. necessarily with water. Okay. With some good effects some at the other moment. Yeah, some other yes. Well, I wouldn't say substances. Okay, some other sure, liquids. Sure, sure, sure. Excuse whoa, me. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. I'm, I'm putting you trying too much not yet. to get me fired. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Anyways. <laughs> um so we go to this block party and at this point we 
there's a term out there called pre-gaming. Now, you know, it's before the game. You warm up and stuff. You know, I, I've I'm, never I'm, never heard of what is that garbage. I, I think we you mean I, like before like a game, like pre. Like, yeah, just, what, you just, like, go out and buy, like, chips and, so, t- chips and dip, right? Jake, imagine this. Imagine that there is an event you want to be hydrated for, right? Okay, yeah. Before the event, you would start getting hydrated. But, like, you're getting hydrated for the hydration? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You're okay. getting hydrated anyway, for the hydration. So there's a, there's a, some stuff that you do to get yourself ready to be ready for the game. Sure, of course, <laughs> of course. And so after after that, uh, the, the pregame, we mm-hmm. went to this block party this neighborhood called rolling rock and rolling rock is notorious for having open invite gatherings Hmm. of more than you know covid protocol rules yeah yeah yeah. and so back when there wasn't covid long before there was covid uh we show up and there are probably between two to three houses there was probably 200 people that were just Shoulder to shoulder, not not quite shoulder to shoulder, but like big groups and gathering and of big gatherings. And you could go to any one of those houses and get on the roof. You could go inside. You can go in the bathroom. You could just do anything. And then there was one moment that cars were trying to get through because there were so many people in the cul-de-sac. And at that moment, you know, being nineteen and hydrating with other things other than water, you worried that you know the police will come and potentially shut things down and yeah. hand out MIPs. And for people that know what MIPs are, MIP is minor in possession, mm-hmm. which is a big quote unquote big consuming ticket. And being on the team, that's not necessarily what you want to have because it's probably, you're going to get suspended and not, not what you want on your record. So at that moment I was, I thought to myself, Oh my gosh, like the cops have to be called after that. Yeah. The night goes on and the cops were never called. Mm-hmm. The car, people had to move around the car like it was a parade oh for the car to get through. Yeah. And that to me was my freshman year. Oh my goodness, is this what college is like? Jeez. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. man. So I had like, I had a Halloween story too in sophomore year. It wasn't at UIC. And back in the day, you know, I was visiting a missus, you know, she's whatever now, you know, forget about it now. But like, I, it was in Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, uh, um, the Badgers, or how, how you Madison. Say it. Yeah, uh, Madison. Thank you. Um, so we're visiting. That was it was Halloween weekend, right? And there was just like this one house with that her friend um, invited us to, and I was just looking around. There's a lot of you know hydrated people there. Just I mean, especially hydrated people, just stumbling around. People <laughs> we're with. Oh God, I totally forgot this. I'm. I'll bring it up. Whatever. We took an Uber there because it was pretty far, and she had like. Uh, friends that were like couples with people like this like guy friend who's like dating this girl and she and she was especially hydrated in this uber and like and we were just with the, the it was a big uber it was like a it was like a van um we were just about to get out the door opens and she just like unleashes her hydration all over the the, the, the floor of the van no. just right right before we we're about to get out she couldn't no. and, then, and then we're like dude we're so sorry guy like we're trying to step over like we gave him like a tip or something. He's like, he's, he's super chill about though. Cause he's just literally going to charge him, you know, then the, the next night is like, okay, I'll take a picture of the thing and, you know, send it out. But it was just like, God, what a, what a night this is. And I'm, we're just having to step over this hydration, you know? And, uh, but anyway, we're going to this house. It's like, you know, average size house. There's like a, you know, first, second floor in the basement or whatever. We're like looking around a lot of, 
lot of people stumbling stumbling around and we go to the basement just to check it out i mean we're taught like literally shoulder to shoulder it's like packed like sardines and just like completely dark except like the the one strobe light going off in the middle and just like super loud you can't even hear what's going on reeks like like i mean everything it, it, every single every single smell you can imagine every is in single there. strain of water you can imagine exactly yes exactly <laughs> exactly and we couldn't like we're at the edge of the stairs and we couldn't even like get in if we tried there's again it's like literally packed like sardines like it was insane i was like how are you having fun in this location when there's people up against your like literally surrounding i was like jesus this is terrible so we just like walked down and we're like okay well i mean we, we showed up and it's like there's nothing really to do here everyone's just like on another planet right now so we're just gonna just take a walk around and enjoy the fresh air instead of i don't understand how people didn't like suffocate down there that was insane it was like a weird moment for me. i was like wow what the heck but anyway, so that was my like college moment. Anyway, I got a good college moment. Go, I go got for a good it. one. In so, DePaul? Yeah, 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 really? yeah, yeah. Seriously. Okay. So you know, one thing that I, I, I find kind of f- funny is that when you think of like art people, music people, especially in college, you're like, oh, those are the cats that just you know they practice their classes and bunch of nerds. Like they're they they do homework on the weekends, which mm-hmm. I've have had those weekends. I've done it. I, I'm a nerd, right? Okay, okay. But, but when it comes time for the Music cats to party? Oh my gosh, do they party? Oh, I bet they they get super hydrated. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And think about this: like when you're a famous artist and you're depressed, you drink yeah. a lot, <laughs> right? And in college, that's pretty much that's, that's a lot that of is, a lot of cats are like that. That's the spot. a lot of cats are artists that are trying to figure their way in the world, right? So what do they do to compensate the fact that they're artists? They like to get very hydrated yep. with different substances. There you go. So there was a one. I had this steady gig in um, in Evanston around like my f- sophomore junior year. I played this trio gig at a movie theater bar, um, like four hours of music for sixty bucks. It wasn't really good compensation, but it was a way to you know play on the weekend, make money. It, it made ends meet. You know, you grocery money, lunch money, all that kind of jazz. So. One of the biggest parties of the quarter every year for the school music was something called La Hala, and it was actually hosted by one of our um, previous guests, Peter Terse. Okay. And this party was legendary in the school music community for being a huge house party, shoulder-to-shoulder packed, of course, pre-COVID time, yeah. obviously. But this party was just, it was famous for being a, a big one, right? Yeah. And I had a gig on that night, you know? No big deal, no big deal. So I, I would do the gig. Um, I think the gig was like seven to, it's like seven to eleven, right? Sure. It was four hour, yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, yeah, four hours of just movie theater dumb music that no one's paying attention to. Yeah. <laughs> so get home after the gig. It's like twelve o'clock. You know, it's up and up, and so I'm taking the red line to get there. I get back. I get to the party maybe around yeah twelve o'clock, twelve fifteen or whatnot, and I am like stone cold sober. Because yeah. I haven't had anything to to drink that night yet. A little dehydrated. Yeah, well, dehydrated. I'm a little dehydrated. Yeah, that's right. That's that's. Thank you, Justin. I'm a little dehydrated, and the the, the scene when I pull up to the, this place is is crazy. Because I think I'm probably the only. In the fact, only. I'm very confident I'm the only sober person that has walked to this party. Mm-hmm. That's shown up, right? Yeah. And it's it's something special when you go to a party when you're sober when everybody else is like. In the third quarter, in the fourth quarter of this oh, yeah. party, you know, no, like, I, yeah, that's... everybody is—they're not remembering their names. They are uh, like stumbling around, and there's people on on the on the patio just just chilling on the ground, you Knocked know, out on the lawn or yeah. something. Yeah, just, just yeah. So it was just—I'm just, just saying—it it was fun to go to this party and to observe the 
uh, just the scene mm-hmm. from a sober mindset and, and think to yourself, well, yeah, this is a uh, this is cool. I get to observe people in their natural habitat. That's what I do at a very very frequent basis, but or at least when we. Unlike you, Jacob. Yeah, but I, you actually I catch up after you caught up. I, I, you I caught catch up, up the hydration. Up, yeah. I got you. Got to catch up for the hydration. You got to <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. That's fact, funny. The bass player from that gig, he showed up that party too. The bass player, he had a, a flask of gin. He was like, "Hey, here, Paul, have have some of this." And mm-hmm. it's like, "Well, oh, well, got to join." I got to stay hydrated. No, there you go. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and that, and these and these times are slowly but surely getting behind us. Isn't that crazy? So quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So quick. So it is. It is about that time in the podcast. About that time at the end where we give our music recommendations. We're about wrapping up. It, it came so quick. That's we crazy. are about wrapping up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're getting to the point where we, we oh, I want to start wrapping up so we get, it's not, it's not, it doesn't get, you know, too long. You know, Justin was a boring one today. I don't want to have. Uh, oh, come on. No. <laughs> come on. No, this is a great one. No, I'm do you, kidding. Do I'm you kidding. guys have. I kid. Uh, I kid. Do you guys have recommendations for today? That's the question. I, 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 I usually go first. Paul, it's about time you, you, you kind of. This is perfect over. because I do not have anything. Oh, okay, good. But. Well, if I got to go I, first, I'll go first. Do you are you prepared at least, Jacob? I am. Yeah, I would say I'm, I'm prepared. Yeah. You're, you're prepared. I'll I'll send it. So send it. Yeah, yeah. I was looking around, uh, in, in you know, always trying to find something new and different and fresh. Uh, I found this Japanese hip hop group, t- experimental hip hop hip hop group called Dos Monos or Dos Monos or something M O N O S. Um, super killing stuff in my opinion. The production was like super clean. Um, and they dropped an EP recently called Dos Siki. Really cool album art on that one, and they had a track on there called Aquarius featuring Injury Reserve, which is an American group, not not Japanese group. And uh, the way they complemented each other, I thought was very clean. So if you're a fan of hip hop and want to change things up a little bit, check out Aquarius featuring Injury Reserve by Dos Manos or Monos featuring Injury Reserve. There it is. Bam. Okay, I think I have something in my mind. Okay, send yes, it, I still need to. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so um, I don't think I've I've recommended this one before, but this is I'm kind of going back into my library. Okay, um, cat named um, Tayuka Kuranda. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not okay. sure, but he is a trumpet player. Um, he signed with Blue Note Records. I don't think he's with Blue Note right now, but this is, I'm talking recent, like past 10 years. You know, Blue oh, Note wow. was that huge thing in the 60s that all of these jazz records came out, but Blue Note's still around today. They're trying to get into like more like funky, um, hip kind of R&B, what, what the kids are listening to now. Sure. Like, right. <laughs> trying to stay hip, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to stay hip. This this album was released in 2014, so it's, you know, from that, from that era yep. of... You know, trying to blur the lines of, of like jazz instrumental music with a modern day, you know, kind of modern day music, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. I'm going to recommend the first, the first track off of this called Rising Sun. And it's just like, it's just, it's a cool way of seeing how a record label is trying to um, appeal to the younger generation, right? Okay. It's a good little, it's a funky kind of R&B, excuse me, funky R&B um, trumpet with kind of like you know it's not a synth bass but they, they somehow get the electric bass to sound like a synth yeah like like bass it's interesting it's okay. a good listen to if you're a young cat not bad all right it's rising sun off of um well that's the name of the album rising sun by taikuya kuroda i there think I, I don't know how you pronounce it but it's something i'm like interested that. to see what justin's got for us i'm gonna put me on the spot so yeah sorry um let me see. I was kind of going through, so I I make my own playlist on Spotify because I'm that weird dude. But mm-hmm. 
I've got just the, just stuff to like feel out my mood and just they kind of all group together and obviously if you're out at a gathering yep. some of these moods come in handy for the quote unquote vibe of the gathering. <laughs> so gotta snatch some vibes. These guys, this album's a bit older, so it's not brand new, but and they are s- kind of popular. But I put them on my one sla- indie-ish playlist. Okay. But um, ah, uh, Coin C O I N, and their 2017 album is called. Hold on, give me one second. I have their songs. Um, oh, that's a long one. How will you know if you never try? And it's was released in 2017, April 21st, 2017. So it's quite okay a bit older, but it's. That newer indie vibe, I would I would call it West Coast indie. Okay. So not, you know, not your Arctic Monkeys, not sure. your um, Young the Giant, not your, you know, when you think of indie, not your twenty fifteen to sixteen indie, which really took the music indie industry by storm. Yeah. So one of their songs I recommend is Hannah. Okay. By C O I N or Coin. Okay. I've n- I've never heard of Coin. That's interesting. No. I'll have to mm-hmm. check them out. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Good suggestion. Well, that about wraps up the twenty first episode of the Inside Podcast. This is a pretty good one. Justin, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks always, for being here. Always. Yeah. Justin, is there anything you would like to plug for yourself? Do you have any plugs? No, I have no plugs. <laughs> you got no <laughs> plugs. <me? It's> <laughs> no, just uh, watch uh, BC Jazz on Twitch. My man, yeah. hey, BC that's the only plug on you need, baby. Sure. That's right. Yeah. Are you guys gonna see, you're gonna stream some Warzone again? Because those are fun to it's watch. Been, it's been a while since I played Warzone on stream. We'll but. see. They so they were supposed. What we thought, I think, what people imagined was. So there, the way Warzone works is it's made by Activision, which is yep. the head honcho of Call of Duty right now. But both of the games that were released last year and this year are made by two different developers, one called Treyarch, one called Infinity Ward. Well, Infinity Ward made the Modern Warfare that originally had Warzone, and Treyarch kept up with the Black Ops or Cold War, uh, Black Ops Cold War series. Mm-hmm. So we thought that when Treyarch took over Warzone that they would release the map, a different map, only Cold War stuff, new engine, because they're both run on different quote-unquote engines, which essentially means like a Toyota and a Ford, different yeah. engines, right? Yeah. One might have a Honda engine, one might have a GMC engine. Yep. They both operate differently. You might like one or the other. Mm-hmm. So we thought we were going to get this other engine, but it's all they did was put the guns from Cold War into the old game. So very small differences. So using the same car, we're, we're just... We we got a spoiler in the back of our Toyota now, you know, <laughs> and it's you know it's it's not it's not looking too good, you know. We're not too hype about that one, but hey, you know, might see a resurgence. You never sure, know. Sure, yeah. I mean, as long as I get to see some more FPS, um, not Fortnite, just me getting absolutely destroyed. The 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 Royale type game, they're fun. They're that, good. To watch. That would be that would be cool to see. All right, well there you go. You can catch it on there. So yeah. We might get back into it. We'll see. Yeah, I, I hope they fun. make changes because I I we as we mentioned on this podcast earlier that that springtime that we played so so much was so fun i know it's a little difficult now because one of our one of your recurring guests and probably your number one guest brian has now a a nine to five so it's a little harder to get on at 11 imagine having a nine to five what a loser yeah Yeah. Yeah. brian we love you yeah we love you man all right well that about does it that's it for the podcast thank you very much for listening 
I hope you enjoy this episode uh, in the morning, afternoon, night. I don't know, whatever. I don't care. As long as it's inside. As long as it's inside. That's right. Until next time, signing off. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.